while Zach is eating real quick, let me just say that I saw it in such a weird format. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody out there has ever heard of this thing called Screen X, but for the creator of it, yeah, you know who you are. I'm looking for you, and I'm going to find you, and you should be scared because that is the dumbest invention I've ever heard of and ever experienced, and I never needed it, and no one ever needs it again. It, it basically, what it is, sorry to be so aggressive about it, Screen X inventor, but what it is is you're in this theater, and there are three projectors, a projector for the screen in front of you, the only one you need. And then there are two extra... The, 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 the sass is so palpable. And then two other projectors that project onto the walls next to you. Um, and they basically make the movie... Um, they make this movie this experience that, that forces you to uh, feel the urge to vomit. Um, for the, the, entire, the entire duration of the film. Um, however... And so, anyway, I was forced to watch Spider-Man in this form because every person on the planet just had to see Spider-Man um, the day I wanted to go see it. Like, it, like for that whole week, probably. And mm-hmm. probably still is selling out, generally. Like, it's probably still pretty rough to get tickets for it. Um, like, I was in L.A. at the time, and I checked, like, seven theaters in L.A., and then I was like, well, maybe I'll just wait till I get back to San Diego. And I checked five theaters in San Diego. And every single one of them was completely full. Like, completely. I was like, what is happening? And so, finally, I found this one theater um, that was having that, has the, that had the movie in Screen X. And it had a couple of seats available. I wanted to sit next to my girlfriend. So, we went there and... Uh, um, you know, whatever, the the movie, the demo, you know, when you're like in Dolby or IMAX, they show you the little demo, like, what we can really do with Dolby, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. They did that with Screen X, and they're basically like showing you through space, like showing all these planets, and like tilting and teetering and tottering. I guess the best comparison could be like um, VR, but not concealed. So like every, all the things that expose you to motion sickness when you're playing first person video games, because you can see other things around you yeah. that take you out of that. Um, with VR, it's different because you're sealed off. Um, even and even then, so you can still get motion sick. But like with this, it was like imagine like seeing people sitting in seats around you, being completely still, seeing the ceiling above you and the floor, and like exit signs being still on the walls. But then screen just movement spinning around and tilting around oh, all weird. around you, like you're just like a fucking like ping, uh, uh, a bingo barrel, like as one of the balls being spun mm. around. And just fucking losing your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, a lot of the movie, though, was thankfully just kept on the front screen. And the action moments were on the side. So I was mostly fine. But, you know, like I said, Screen X Inventor, look out. Because that was just, I don't even, I, you know, probably it's not even your fault. You know, you're allowed to have the ideas. Whoever funded that. Whoever, <laughs> whoever thought that was a good idea and gave you the money to make it happen. Like, I'm just not a fan. It was uh, ridiculous. And other people in there, too, I think were having issues. Like, when they were showing the demo, people were like, oh. Like, they were, <laughs> Audibly, they're like, yeah, oh. They were like, oh. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, fuck, strap uh, in. This is a bad idea. This is not. I shouldn't have done this. So, anyway, now um, on to the film itself. So, Zach saw it as, a, like, a regular person. Mm. So, what did, you, what, did, what did you think of the movie, Zach? Woo! So, I've got some meta topics to, to get into. I actually don't know if there's going to be any direct spoilers. I think I'll probably spoil something indirectly by like like reference. Mm-hmm. Um, but my intention is not to spoil. Um, but I think that... I mean, every Spider-Man movie had to happen in order for this to happen. 
but it was a kick-ass movie. If you were on the edge of not seeing it or seeing it because you're not sure at all, you're over the superhero movies, which is a fair criticism, this movie rocks. It had heart. It had action. Um, it had conflict. Uh, it had tough decisions. Uh, I, it was so well done. I think the Spider-Man movie that I like most after this is probably Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. with uh, Tobey Maguire and... Um, Alfred Molina. Yeah, Alfred Molina, Dr. Octavius. That one was probably the last really good one. Because then the Amazing Spider-Man movies were cool, but I just didn't really get into them. Mm. Uh, and, then, and then the first two Tom Holland ones were good. They were they were fun. They were good. But this one really brought the heart. Mm. It Yeah, it wasn't... It didn't feel like a cash grab. Like some of these movies, I'm like, there's so many effects and no one really cares about this character. And, you know, it just seemed like a... It's October and we don't have a movie for the fall. Put out Ant Man and the Wasp. But, you know, like, wow. Oh, God, that movie is awful. Yeah, talk about lackluster. Ugh. Right? So, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I want to see it again. Um, and I just think, I think it was directed by John Watts. Uh, kick ass. Hmm. Kick ass. Well done movie so i want to ask you about because in over text i had said something about how i thought it kind of brought um how how, how it sort of brought the disney or whatever marvel spider-man movies out of like this fruity pop like marvel business that they've always been kind of doing right, right. um sugar pop the formula the formula right and 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 not not only like there was still the formula in this movie but that I think what was really remarkable about the Sam Raimi um, Spider-Man was there was a little, there was more of a grittiness to it. The uh, Tobey Maguire trilogy? Yes, yeah. there was more of a grittiness to it. Um, uh, more more death, a little more, some more stakes, you know what I mean? But these last Spider-Man movies have, I think, I, they're my favorites. They've been really, been really good. Um, but they, yeah, they have, have still been in that realm of like, you know, everything is everything is safe and and you know we're gonna figure it out in the end and there's no issues uh and um even in the last one if the last one didn't have iron man iron man was already dead in the last one so there were a little more stakes but still everything was like okay more or less and so Mm -hmm. um and my example spoiler uh, my example for why i think that this spider-man kind of brought it more to that type of mcguire realm was the death of aunt may and yeah, that, yeah. like that, bringing it into like the oh, this is his Uncle Ben moment, and then, and solidifying that 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 was the intention of this movie. When uh, another spoiler, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are up there and they're talking about all oh, I had mine, I had mine. Yeah, this is what made me basically Spider Man, not Spider Boy anymore. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. You had yours now. Yeah, now it's real. Mm-hmm. And so like it kind of so. That's why I think it, it brought it to an, another level, a newer level, a new place that we can now go to with the Spider-Man. Um, but you said you disagreed. You said yes and no. And so I want to ask you why. Well, I think what you said was, uh, yeah, no risk. You said no. You said, yeah, it was good. There hadn't been many risks before. Like in the last two movies, there were risks. And and actually, I take it back because 
the, the, the well, I thought you were talking about this movie. You were like, yeah, it's all right, but no real risks. I was like, oh, what? No, 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 no. I'm saying the two before it. There were oh. there, there were risks, um, and I, and like I said, I take it back because in the in the first in the first um, the first Spider-Man, uh, I believe it's called Homecoming. Spider-Man yeah, Homecoming. Yeah, Homecoming. That I think is my favorite of the three that have been or. Yeah, the, the the three Spider-Man movies that have been released so far with Tom Holland, Homecoming is my favorite one so far. Be- what was the who was the Vulture? Villain? Oh yeah, yeah. That one was that one so was very good. That one it was really good. In my opinion, I think it was better than this most recent one that came out. But I'll get to that oh. later. Because the villain for me, actually, I'm not gonna get into it. Later. I'm gonna get into it now. Um, the since since oh, they'll tell me why you think because not you say yes and no but now that I clarify that I wasn't talking about this movie do you still say that or yeah uh, yes well now I agree with you more I think because it came in in different messages yeah I said uh, I said it was well done you said wasn't it it finally brought Spider Man to a darker more original Sam Raimi Spider Man level new text until now it was very bubble poppy and Disney Marvely new text still good. But no real stakes. Yeah, but sorry. But you were talking about the Marvel Disney poppiness. The ones not the, this exact yeah, movie. Yeah, the, the last two movies, they were still good, but not but as no much real stakes. Risk. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then it's much it's different. I, Makes yeah, sense, I, right? I, yeah. And, and that's why I was confused. Like, oh, he says yes and no. But, but I take that statement back kind of because – so what was I think so amazing – we hadn't even – I don't think we started the podcast yet when Homecoming came out. We hadn't. So there was no way we could have talked about it. Right. But what's so good about Spider-Man Homecoming is not only is it his, his, uh, like basically his origin story, like this is him uh-huh. being – this is the beginning of this new Spider-Man. But we spent so much time with the villain – and he wasn't even doing anything wrong. There was some real like economic pressure. He like the things that happened to him had and and then what he ended up doing was not even villainous. Like what he was doing, it really kind of outlined like this idea of like it's not heroes and villains, just people with colliding interests. Mm. And we're following the story of one of them. It was also also about uh, also also it was also about the rich and the poor. Yep, because Tony could do whatever he wanted. Before he was Iron Man, he was helping you know terrorists bomb people, help the U.S. bomb people. But he was rich, so no one gave a shit. And now this guy is trafficking alien weaponware. But because he's a regular dude, oh, they're gonna get his ass. I mean, you you literally he wasn't even trafficking alien weaponware. Weaponware. He was he, he was doing something legitimate, but he got like shut down for like some bullshit reason or something like that. Oh like, yeah, yeah, they were like like. Uh, for, they were foraging yeah. this alien tech and then selling yeah. it or something like that. Yeah. And then some government agency came in. Rug pulled it out from under them. To, like, yeah. Pulled the rug yeah. out from under them. Yeah. Which happens all the time. I mean, not with alien tech, obviously, but yeah. yeah. But with these small companies always getting overrun or the rug pulled out from under them. I mean, for, and, they, and then they started doing illegal things. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's every hood story. You could have just replaced all the alien tech with drugs. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not what I want to do, but it's what I have access to. Mm-hmm. This is what's in my my proximity, mm. so I'm gonna make the if I gotta be the king of the of the junkyard, mm. then I'm gonna be the motherfucking king of the junkyard. Mm. You know what I mean? Once once you're, for me, it's it's so human. That's why I understand poverty and the struggle of like, like. People are so confused about why homeless people don't want to get off the street. Some, how some people can sort of settle into that life. Mm. I was like, well, you forget the best thing that humans are capable of is adaptation. <laughs> if you think your life is the streets now, bitch, your life is the streets. 
Why would you extend energy trying to get off the streets mm. when you need to figure out how to survive on the street mm. so people get good at being homeless? Mm. And for me, that's why I resonated with that villain, that story so much, is really when it came down to when he hated Spider-Man, mm. it's because Spider-Man was fucking up his hustle. Mm. It's not even the hustle that he wanted. And it wasn't even about Spider-Man, really. It was yeah. Spider-Man was the thing in his way. It was the thing in his way. Yeah. So that and so that's why that one really kind of that that one still takes the cake for me. Like why it was like the why that yeah. was such a good uh, Spider-Man movie. Um, and so why that takes the cake over this one, mm. this one that just came out. Far from Home was also good, but you know it's whatever. It's, that one's felt the most intangible. It felt far away to me. The, well, in terms of like story, literally and, far. Yeah, yeah, far from home. Uh, it just felt like you know it was fun. It was a fun little romp, but you know this one, the the foundation of No Way Home felt is very rickety to me. Of like, uh, no one knows who Spider-Man is? Well, just this idea of that the once Sorcerer Supreme Uh is gonna fucking wipe the minds of everyone on this planet because this kid didn't get into college. Uh Uh-huh. Doesn't matter like how much you've been through together. Well, you're not really gonna simplify everyone knows that he's Spider-Man and then someone who was framed as a hero framed him as a murderous villain so it's figuring, not just he yeah, didn't get into college yeah, he's fig- now a, a framed yes, murderer but figuring that out like because there are so many there were so many ways so many things that like what happened to the entire crew of um, mysterio the the right. he has an entire crew there are so there's so much evidence that points that that sends all his fucking um, Spider Man's suit is like constantly recording. Like there are there's right. so there's there, there there are so many ways that whatever people are still gonna know who he is and might still have fucked with his friends. And he was he, and he even was gonna get them a second chance when he had finally run into that woman uh-huh. when he proved whatever he was a hero. Yeah. Right. So there were so many ways to get out of this murderer thing, especially since there are so many documented there's so much documented proof of Spider-Man being a hero over a villain. Right. And most of that was just in the moment sensationalism of if if it had, if he had waited a little bit more, it probably would have died down, you know mm. what I mean? And so it just it, I I just couldn't it didn't feel like Doctor Strange to me that like this thing had just happened and even I'm thinking, "Oh, just give it some time." And Doctor Strange is like, "Ah, oh, this is what you want to do, huh?" Like this kind of thing and I, even well, though he, there he was, was there, there was, was some that push, banter where he there said, was some "You want me to back. do this because you can't get into college?" But it was banter. Like he should he should have oh. just said no. What I mean to say is there really shouldn't have been any movie. Mm. Like this isn't a, like it, it it ended up being cool like that they did yeah. it and it is a movie so like you know have some willing suspension of disbelief like just enjoy it that kind of thing. But I think like for me I was like there there could have been no movie because Doctor Strange could have just said no. I feel like you have, you really yeah. have you really have a movie. When the answer is you have to do what the movie ends up... What the movie is... Right, ...is right. the only answer. This right. is what it is. I mean, I think that we have to remember Tom Holland is 20-something, but Peter Parker is still 16. So the way that he's acting in this scenario... Or like 18 now, because he's like a senior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 18. But he's also still 18, right? And college and his friends are the things that matter the most... 
He's literally helps them save the universe, right? He battled with Doctor Strange on that planet against Thanos. So, so Doctor Strange, there's more than camaraderie there. There's respect there, right? And, and so I, I hear what you're saying. I don't think your points are illegitimate, but in terms of like the power that is accessible when you can do something, I just think the probability of it happening is always higher than something that isn't possible. I was like, yeah, I could do that, but I'm not going to, Peter. Please, 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 they have this banter, right? Strange has been um, uh, irresponsible with magic before. Yes. He's not the Sorcerer Supreme because he blipped. He's not anymore. Anymore. Yeah. So how long has he been chilling, mm. not having these responsibilities? This is the first big thing he gets asked to do. Mm. You see him, he's walking around uh, in the in the... The, the Sorcerer's Sanctum or whatever it's called. The Wizard Dungeon. Right? <laughs> wizard wizard Sex Dungeon. Yeah, he, he's hanging out in snow boots drinking coffee. Mm. So I, I do feel like there is a way in. Mm. In terms of, oh, it could have been, it could have been a, a greater struggle to get him to do that. Like, yeah, but is that what the movie's about? No. I also feel you on the... Oh, they had to wrap this one up. So, of course, this question needs to be a yes. But then at the same time, they do have all of these struggles of like Doctor Strange goes, okay, fine, on these conditions. And then Peter fucks that, mm. right? And Doctor Strange hits him out of his body, mm. right? And then I think Peter Parker beats Doctor Strange in the mirror world a little too easy. I was going to say, there's no, Doctor Strange is so overpowered. I've read too many things on Doctor Strange. I, Nobody fucking, nobody's beating Doctor Strange, okay? Doctor Strange is one of the, like, one of the few characters in the MCU that can, like, that can solo a lot of people in the verse, the majority of the verse. Yes, yes. And so I do disagree with that. Uh, they also, I feel like, haven't done much showcasing of Peter with a genius level intellect. A lot of, a lot of that because he's getting all of his stuff from Tony Stark in this universe. Mm -hmm. And then I see uh, you you get to see a bit of that when Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come over from the previous universe and Tobey Maguire his body makes the web uh, so you don't you don't get to see him do that but one of the things that Amazing Spider-Man did well was they showed the genius of Peter Parker because he is a genius. He had to make his own webbing and make his own web dispenser, mm. right? We didn't get to experience that because Tony Stark did all that for Peter Parker. Mm. But Peter Parker... He's smarter than Tony, Tony Stark, actually. He's still a genius. In the comics, he's smarter he's than Tony smarter. Stark. He's smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that maybe that got... Like put in a convenient place, mm. um, but it was fun to see him do math in the mirror world and then trap Doctor Strange with a, a literal spiral yeah. of web. That was cool. It was yeah. clever. It was clever, like Spider Man would do. So yeah, yeah. And, and and I guess uh, exhale. If 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 because uh, Strange doesn't have the time stone anymore, I I think I I I get it mixed up. Strange with the time stone. Is like an unbeatable character. Op, right? Yeah, he, uh, with the time stone, nobody can really take him on. If he wanted to turn, right. nobody would be able to stop him. Um, but without the time stone, he's still as powerful. But like, yeah, he's been chilling out. I kind of forgot that part. He also wasn't trying to harm Peter. 
And that too. Because if he wanted to, he could have. Yeah, he could have. And yeah, he wasn't trying to harm Peter either. He was just trying to, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Not reprimand, but whatever. Apprehend Peter. Um, I want to make it clear that I'm not questioning the choice, Peter's choice to ask. Hmm. It makes total sense that he would ask Doctor Strange whatever crazy thing. Right. I was just questioning that Doctor Strange did it. And that, and I see what you're saying. Like there is respect and like all these things, but like I feel like what the ancient one like worked so hard to like instill in Doctor Strange, and I feel mm. like what Doctor Strange displayed, what basically saved the world in Infinity War and Endgame, was his like his um his 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 ability to disconnect from whatever em- like emotions. emotion and uh-huh. just to see that like this is the most logical answer, mm. no matter what. And to give up that time stone, to, to he, that's that's another one of Doctor Strange's powers, and that's what we see in the beginning of the first movie, that he's a total, like, a-hole, like, but it, it's because of that he applies that to now his more sympathetic self right. to be this amazing hero. Mm. And so I felt like it kind of took away from Doctor Strange a little bit, because I, I feel like the movie could have still happened, but this is how. Against Doctor Strange's will. Not oh. that he says yes, but that whatever... Peter takes something mm. or whatever, webs something away. And because he's a genius, right. probably one of the smartest people in the whole verse, mm-hmm. universe, figures out some way to use it. And then we find out Ned can use magic later on. Right. Right? So we could have found that out sooner with some way that Peter makes some kind of tech to make the magic work scientifically because it all kind of coexists anyway. Mm. You know, something like that. And then because he's not, because he's still not a magician or not a magician, wizard, um, it doesn't work out. And then that happens. And then he still has to have to fight with Doctor Strange. And he still has to trap him in there. So all mm. that stuff would happen. But Doctor Strange doing the spell. Mm-hmm. Just like. And even once Peter starts to fuck it up. I feel like Doctor Strange would be like. Nope. Just like would that, stop it like right away. Like that he was one of the criticisms of like. Hey. So they're going to work the whole thing out before he starts casting. Right. And like. Nope. Peter's just going to yell things at him while he's casting it. Yeah. It's like, well you just take a break. Mm-hmm. Write it down. And 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 then do it. I've already, I've already, if if if, if Doctor Strange is doing the spell, like I think logically, like if if we're to still follow the character that he has been before, right? He's doing the spell. As Strange Pierce starts to say something, he's like, nope, because if it's that dangerous, a dangerous of a spell, like, like you said, Peter is a high schooler. Yeah. So Doctor Strange, like if I'm saying this, Doctor Strange knows this too. Like yeah. he he knows this more than I do. So like. I think a lot of the discrepancies were in the the screen the 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 script choices the writing choices for Doctor Strange, and then, um, I guess the other thing that I had a problem with was was this thing of like let's save all the villains like like not not like mm. let's not help these people but like no we can't send them back they're they're all gonna meet their deaths there. Well, yes, like Spider-Man kills him. Like you're they the guy. They were already gonna die. Yeah. They were already gonna die. Like I mean, I've always been that way. Like, have you seen Eternals? No, I haven't seen it yet. So I'm just kind of like this way. I won't say anything then. But like, there are like when movies are like when it's about like aside from Thanos because he is a zealot and he's like it's like unnatural. That yeah. is not what should be happening. Right. But in these other universes, when it's just the course of time, like and just like the fate, like these villains. Whatever happened to them, they got fucked up in some way. But heroes are also people that got fucked up in some way. Like, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange lost his hands. Mm-hmm. And he could have become, like, a dark 
wizard in some way, but he didn't. Like, there's still that choice. Like, and not saying like like it's different because when we compare like villains, super powered villains to criminals, like 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 people just trying to get the by the by, like in mm-hmm. in life, like that's different because these people have been given godly powers that right. are not human, and they use these powers to hurt other people. And there are people in this world that make these crazy weapons like countries that make these um, they, they make these wacky weapons and then threaten war mm-hmm. on other countries that are mainly comprised of citizens that have nothing to do with it i wouldn't be trying to help those warlords out once right. they're once once in their world once they've done their evil thing and they finally get their comeuppance and they're about to die i don't feel any need to cure them aside from green goblin who clearly has a mental um Disorder. I think Doc Ock too. That, and Doc Ock, there was like Doc Ock out. There, they both had some sort of mental. Um, something was wrong with them. Like they could not help. They had dual personality disorder, some kind of schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Um, no, well, Doc Ock, the chip fried. Uh, the chip in the machine fried. So instead of him controlling them, they controlled. They were him. controlling him, and he yeah. was like having this weird. So it was like dual personality it was, it was disorder. Also still some type of schizophrenia because thing. of like, yeah. the machine. So once yeah. once Peter stabilized it, like that was one thing. And mm-hmm. Green Goblin also all, obviously was suffering because of the his in what he had done to himself. Mm-hmm. But then the um, the lizard guy and uh, the Jamie Fox character, I forget Electro or something. The name mm-hmm. is. I haven't seen the Amazing Spider Man, so I don't know. The names of them, yeah, um, by heart or anything, but um, I mean, that's my phone. Oh, stop doing! I can I can hear it. That's weird, right? That's how, that's how, that's how the the mic is connected to. Um, they Peter's cure for the Jamie Fox character was just taking away his power, mm-hmm. and Jamie Fox is still the same guy, but he was just like you know like don't worry, I'm all I'm all I'm all fried out like you know i can't do anything anymore mm-hmm. and the lizard guy i mean we never really got to hear what he said after that but he was just like not turned into a lethal animal anymore mm-hmm. like that's and so i digress the i i feel that peter should have let dr strange stabilize and or and neutralize the situation mm-hmm. by sending these guys back Back to the universes that the, from whence they came. I totally agree. The fates, like yeah. that whole thing, like Peter totally made his own bed, mm. and Aunt May too. Honestly, I mean, I'm sad that she died. Why she didn't see that this really was none of Peter's concern? Because there are since there are Spider Mans in every universe. This is the other Spider Man's problem, right. which I'm, which is which they did come to help. Yeah, it's, I think it's huge naivete. Right, so much for him to go through all the things because after the first movie, you have this real nuance of villainy. This is yeah, that's another thing. Like okay, after this first movie, I'm not really sure, and then we have a civil war, right? Which is again, oh man, I'm fighting Captain America, but is he really the villain here? Mm -hmm. Again, this this uh, he was fighting alongside Captain America. He was fighting Tony Stark. He's no, fighting. originally he was fighting with Tony Stark against Captain America. I thought in the comics it was the other way around. I just read something about it. In the comics it was, but in this MCU... Oh, I see, I see. Uh, uh, Tony Stark recruits him. Oh, shit. Right? But the, it just adds to good is gray and bad is gray. Yeah. Um, and then you have the, the uh, second movie, Far From Home... Which is like Stark created this villain. This is the idea is that Stark created this right, guy. which is even more 
gray area because these are people who are all impacted Mm. by a person of power Mm. um, and and the choices that he made. Mm. And then the third one, I don't know. I I guess I can see where the naivete comes from. Um, And I also like that he reaped those consequences because he made a mistake. Mm. Um, It also kind of makes sense that he would choose to try and do the more Spider-Man-y thing Mm. because Vulture was not a villain until he had to be. When When it was Cap versus Tony Stark, who the villain was depending on what side you picked. Mm. Mysterio was someone who, uh, you know, had power taken away from him. So then he took power mm-hmm. and then he's going, yeah, these guys were bad guys in their universe, but think about all the guys that I've interacted with mm-hmm. in a good versus bad stakeout and they weren't really bad. Mm-hmm. To me, the naivete makes sense. I mean, I can I I, I understand because he doesn't know any of them. Yeah, he I, doesn't know that they're all super dangerous. And and like and, and when you say the Spider Man thing, like yeah, these guys are about to be killed by Spider Man. So what is the Spider Man thing? Like, so he feels guilty about that. And, but as smart as he is, I would even wonder like, well, why were the other versions of me going to kill these people? They I gotta am. be some. I, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like. Um, I, I guess, yeah, Peter is a super genius, but he still has his faults in being like a high schooler, you know, uh-huh. or whatever. And I guess like, while I guess that constitutes the decisions he made, it is a little harder for me to connect to because me, I'm thinking just send them back. They are. And what would the movie be if each character in their own movie made all the right choices? Well, right? And you're, and you're, you're so, you're so right. Well, most of it is the, is the villain. Right. The movie is superhero movie. The movie is the villain, mm-hmm. and so I and I and I like I like the Tom Holland Spider Man because he makes so many mistakes and so many fuck ups, and then a lot of it is just like, oh, what am I? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I got to figure this out. Um, and I was just wondering, like, there are other things you can do too. It's sort of like how in Naruto, like Naruto is so dumb for so <laughs> long, so dumb, and you're like, bro, when are you gonna fucking get it together? And then in Shippuden, Naruto starts to kind of like mature and starts to like do some like yeah he doesn't become a super genius but because he just kind of opens his like he just opens up to like just doing things not so rashly like things yeah. just he just becomes another he ascends normally to another level and there's still issues but it just becomes so much deeper right and right. so i and so after the two spider-man movies and infinity war and endgame and civil war and um all these things I was like starting to wonder like, so when is Peter Parker going to start to ascend to this level of like, you know, Spider-Man, yeah. you know what I mean? And like he, it like I, I, I reference the comics a lot and I know Marvel Cinematic Universe is like another thing. Um, but in at least the comics, Peter Parker is smarter than Tony Stark mm. by a lot. He's like a genius right. that can solve things that Tony Stark looks at for weeks, Peter Parker can look at it for a minute and understand exactly what it is. Right. So I'm just like waiting to see like, you know, when are we going to get, and we do see like in, in Spider-Man Far From Home, um, he's like whatever doing the, like working with Edith and like all these, the, uh-huh. the, the AI and like all these things. Like we do get to see like, oh yeah, he is pretty badass, but like 
how about logically now? Right, Some more things right. like that. Um, and then I guess uh, finally my <laughs> this was just like a small thing that I thought was a little funny. Finally, my final thought. Finally, is... finally my final final thought is um, uh, that this guy, the three Spider Men, are just like in this like high school science room. And they developed the cure for schizophrenia <laughs> in this room. Like, yeah. I was like, no matter how smart you're, like, they didn't need to climb to some top of a mountain to find some like uh-huh. rare element that could like cure schizophrenia. Like, I was just like, in, I was like, it was chemically induced. Yes. So, it, so it's not as if he was born with that uh, illness. It 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 was a side effect. Of the super soldier serum that he injected himself. I with. I I hear that, and <laughs> I've been in high school chemistry rooms, and there ain't shit to work with in there. There yeah. ain't there's beakers and water, like you know, yeah. you know, like maybe the most you find is like a sample of E. coli. But yeah. Like, uh, so I was just kind of blown away by that. I was like, oh, all right, well, you know, how do I... and I also don't remember. I also don't remember Tobey Maguire being a genius. In the original, in the original Spider-Man, I remember he was. Well, more... yeah, because he kept getting uh, offers to come work at Oscorp. Yeah, and, and really, well, that that was part of the challenge was that um, Norman Osborn loved Peter Parker, but he didn't really pay enough attention to his own son Harry, and that was part of the thing of like uh, Norman was always like, "Oh gosh, Peter, you're so." This and that, and we'll have a internship for you. You're so muscular under that suit. <laughs> and so there, there was that. I don't think we got that because you get, you get a lot of the. I forgot then. Peter Parker working as a pizza boy to survive while trying to balance. A reporter, a reporter too. Uh, uh, being a photographer. Mm. Yeah, trying to get pictures of Spider Man and being Spider Man and having a normal job. It, there, there was so much more of the life balancing act. And then in the Amazing Spider-Man, you get a lot more of Peter Parker as a genius. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I I, I wasn't like so fixated on the Tobey Maguire like is he a genius because I just didn't really remember. Um, but yeah, my my biggest hang up on that scene was like, hmm, okay, the, yeah. this, this guy, this guy, and and not just that, but like the treatment was instant. Like it was just like a, and he's just like, huh. What's going on? Yeah, I, was yeah. like, I was like, oh, I don't know. That was Those convenient. were a little like that was convenient. Those little Marvel things, like they still had to put little Marvel tropes in there, like the little yeah. bow tie knots things. Mm-hmm. But I still think that, like, uh, I, I I agree with that. Like, I do think that I point out these things, but these are more story based. Like I think like the actual like effects and the acting and like the mm-hmm. dialogue and just like the file, like how they made the story work. I guess when you scope out, it's easy to see the issues and the fragmentation in the plot. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, I knew it when I was watching. But how... But I was they, going along with exactly, it. Exactly. When you go along with it... Because and, it was well done. And yeah. how they stitch it together, you're like, yeah, I can buy it. Like, I wasn't tuned out of the movie. Exactly. I mean to say. Exactly. And I guess there is something to be said there, like, how you can make such a fragmented plot go together... Right. ...is very impressive in its own way. Like, very interesting and... Uh, I think, I mean, I, I think you're going to say the same thing. My favorite scene in the whole movie, oh, my back, that whole, that whole little dialogue between the three Spider-Men. Oh, and he uh, cracks his back. And, they're cracking <laughs> back, and the, the whole, the whole, whole talking, the validating Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I needed that. I, need, I, needed that. Yeah. I was like, bro, you never been to a chiropractor, Peter Parker? What the fuck? Well, do you know what that's a reference to? No. It's a reference to, in the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, he, um, for Spider-Man 2, um, Tobey Maguire was trying to 
get a larger contract or or that's what the speculation is because he was complaining that the doing the stunts and the swinging and everything was hurting his back oh. so he wanted a whatever a larger thing because he was he was saying that my back is really killing me because of these things or whatever and then the studio started to hint at replacing him with Jake Gyllenhaal and he was like oh okay no I'm good because they're like we're not gonna Jake Gyllenhaal will take whatever X amount and so he was like alright I'll take it and then in that script for that movie they made a couple references there's like there's like three lines where like he's swinging like Peter has a back problem in like Spider-Man 2 where he's like so he's like oh my back and there's another time he lands and he falls on the ground and he like slams on a car he's like oh my back like all these back issues oh, that he has in the movie that's that, hilarious. that the producers kind of trolled him with like because of the back thing that he had been whatever doing in the before the movie and so then in this one he's like oh my back is killing me like that's what the reference is to mm-hmm. this back issue so anyway, I just thought that was really funny. That's so funny. The whole conversation they have, yeah. I thought that was great. That was wholesome. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of good stuff in that movie. Mm-hmm. I definitely had to... I was checking in with myself. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely continuing to suspend my disbelief, even though it's freaking Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there are... It, it's hard for me to go into a movie going, none of this is real. Mm-hmm. It's all magic. It's all magic and and science fiction and fantasy and mm. and so for me it's like oh well I'm gonna believe that a Spider Man can exist but then I'm not gonna believe they can't cure these things or whatever mm. so sometimes I I just I'm already there mm. and yeah I'm checking in going like yeah this is bullshit mm-hmm. but also this kid swings from web <laughs> yeah like I, and I and I and I hear that I just. I think the amazing thing about Spider-Man, or not just Spider-Man, but like superhero movies, like what we can do is like having everything around it so real, yeah. but coexist with these things that it makes you feel like that's what makes kids think, can I be Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, So when I see them, whatever, chemically induced or not, when I see them cure schizophrenia with a COVID shot... <laughs> and that, that 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 they made in half an hour right. in a high school laboratory. Yeah. I'm like Fair well, enough. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. <laughs> so but still is a great movie and um, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people are thinking the same thing about those things, but I still really enjoyed it. It was still enjoyable. Yeah. I love Tom Holland as Spider Man. I mean it like, had it did have holes, but I don't know, I uh I think there's just something yeah, it was it was well done. Yeah, and I don't know where we're gonna go next now that he doesn't know now that nobody um, knows about him anymore. Yeah, they and know about Spider Man, but no one knows who Peter Parker. No one knows is. who Peter Parker is, and like he doesn't have anyone. Like you know what I mean? He doesn't even have Happy anymore. Yeah, like no and Tony is dead. Like what's he gonna do? So fresh start. I'm yeah, fresh start. But like I and but he is different now. He is definitely a deeper person. Yeah. because of this movie. So I'm really interested to see. What happens yeah. next? It's like uh, it's like the other guys with Will Ferrell and. Um, oh, I haven't seen. That. I've heard a lot about the Mark, Matt Matt Damon, not Damon. Uh, the other guy was who was in Transformers. Shia LaBeouf. No, no, no. The the more, more Josh Gad. The more no, recent Transformers. Um, what is his name? He Marky Mark. Um, that's Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Jesus Christ. <laughs> with mm. um, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, they have a big argument. Mm. And he goes, okay, let's start over. He goes, fine, fine, start over. Fresh start, fresh start, fresh start, fresh start. Oh man, we should really spray some Febreze in here. 
how fresh it feels. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> fresh, fresh start, bro. <laughs> well, sometimes you need a fresh start. Yeah. And like I, and, but with like a new sort of, sort of, and some new, some some new footing, a fresh start. Yeah. And uh, it's also nice to give things time to breathe. You know, we've had a, yeah. all these superhero things. It's nice to give it time to breathe and have a transition into something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, I think that's what's gonna happen, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm 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 interested to see what comes up next, especially now that they've signed him for four, five, six. Yeah, I wish we didn't know that. I I don't know. There's just so many things. I wish we could. And we talked about this before. This is again a whole nother thing. It's like I would have loved to live in the unknown. Of like, oh wow, Spider-Man No Way Home ended. And I, I I have no idea what's going to happen with this Spider-Man. I wonder what's going to happen in the future. Oh well, I guess I'll just focus on Shang-Chi, which I haven't even seen yet because i got a newborn at home. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Now I know there's going to be Spider-Man 4, 5, 6. That's just like, come on. You already had me suspend my belief, my disbelief. Push it a little further. Mm-hmm. Keep me in the dark. Mm-hmm. Stop telling me all the movies that you're gonna make next year. Or, or like, I'm not watching any more trailers for any of them. Or, or like how the it's like the um, uh, Spider-Man will return. Like again, it's like, well, what if I don't want to know? Fuck off. Well, what the only thing that I do like that they do that kind of is like the foreshadowing is the the end credit scenes that are introducing new characters because there's no way yeah. you can predict. What character is gonna come next? And seeing when a character is gonna come next is it, like what new character is gonna come next is cool. Well, but that character for the movie, like when they say, "Oh, they will return," yeah, is one thing. But like, um, uh, like uh, what's a good example? Like when when we when we when did we find out? I guess the best um, extra credit scenes or end credit scenes have been from from my from my experience from Eternals. Um, oh wow! The movie was not good. Not good. I heard. Uh, uh, honestly, forgettable. Has no place in the MCU really because it is resolved. Like there's nothing. It doesn't. There doesn't set up anything. Yeah, yeah. The only thing it, it has one character in it that really sets up for the rest of the MCU, but he's barely in the movie, and he really shines in the end credit scene. Um, so yeah. really, all you need to do Kitty is watch. You just need, yeah, you just need to watch those those last those last two end credit scenes, and you're good to go. Yeah. You don't even need to watch. Have you seen it? Because you, you know. What I'm talking no, about. but I just know about it. We're gonna watch Shang Chi, and then we're gonna watch Eternals just to have. You that. are gonna watch it. Well, I'm gonna watch Shang Chi. I'm gonna watch Dune. I gotta see Dune. Then I'm gonna watch Eternals. Then I'll watch Matrix Four, which Mom said was garbage. That's another movie that yeah, that's a movie I don't understand why. Why it was made. And... Whole other time. Whole, yeah, other, whole time. other time. Well, anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode, you guys. We know it was a long one. It was a long haul, but talk about, talk about long hauls. Yeah, yeah. The, the, whole, the, whole, the whole year. If you guys have been with us this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we really, we are just so happy and, you know, we love you and we hope you keep listening and we're going to keep working our hardest to get out content. Like, when there's gaps in between publishing, like just know that we love to be here. We love to record. Um, and, and stay tuned for next year. Stay, we're going to drop tuned. a super fire third season. We were planning on getting ready for guests, but Omicron is really messing that up. So we're going to stay safe. 
But we are going to figure out a way to phone people in. Um, Hopefully with the help of Optimus Prime. Yeah. (laughs) If you... (laughs) And Bumblebee. And Bumblebee. Omicron. If you have not found us on YouTube, we are the Junkyard Podcast on YouTube. Uh, We're going to be putting out a fair amount of of content. Um, So once we get 100 subscribers on YouTube, we're going to change the name. Mm. Um, Or we'll we'll put it out somewhere else. We have a YouTube show. The first episode we're currently uh, editing right now. We'll be streaming on Twitch with gaming, excuse me, as well as the yeah. live version of the Junkyard Podcast on yes, uh, on Twitch. Twitch. We'll also uh, I'll also be putting out a solo um, mini sort of series that's going to be on Twitch as well as the YouTube. Check out our IG at the Junkyard Podcast. We're going to be posting highlights there. We want to make this happen. Uh, so this year, 2022, coming up, is going to be our sprint. Mm-hmm. We're treating this like a business. Uh, we now have full days blocked off where we're going to be working and creating content. And, and we want to do this full time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would love your engagement. We, we hope that one day we'll have a big enough audience to where we can go to a convention and hang out with all of y'all. Hell yeah. So thank you for sticking with us and stay tuned. See ya. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.